Talk on KTNF AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Good morning to all of you joining us locally by radio and streaming online. We appreciate you tuning in. Today is Sunday, July 8th, 2018. I'm your host, Maddie Love, and our guests this week are from one of my favorite podcasts, The Ginger Snaps. Amy and Nadia are two redheads who are fellow skeptical trans atheists, and they consistently make me laugh and make me think with each episode. This is an open conversation. We welcome and encourage listener interaction with your phone calls to 952-946-6205, your emails to radio at mnatheist.org, tweet us at Atheist Talk, or send us a message over at facebook.com slash atheisttalk. Amy, thank you for joining me in studio. Morning, Maddie. How are you? Fantastic. Awesome, awesome. And Nadia, thanks for joining us via Skype, although it would have been awesome to have you both in studio. I'm wondering, Nadia, what, uh, what kept you away? Well, I, I live in Utah, so that's kind of hard to do just for a weekend excursion. And, you know, being a broke grad student, I don't have a ton of disposable income to fly around. But, you know, I'm looking into using some of our Patreon funds to <laughs> travel more. First class, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. Nothing, nothing but the best. I, well, I, I will gladly be stuffed in someone's luggage. And <laughs> maybe maybe we should talk about that later in the Patreon. Okay. Stuff. <laughs> I don't know. And all I, to be honest, all I heard were excuses. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, be a... Yeah, I, I have a lot of those. <laughs> so the ginger snaps for all those listening who haven't had the privilege of hanging out with both of you. Um, where did the title of your podcast come from? You know... I I had to ask Nadia about this because I don't remember it. I mean, it's, I'm sure it's a play on, you know, being witty because we both happen to be gingers. And when a ginger gets angry, they snap and then the cookie and blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, we went through a bunch of concepts before, and I really wanted to call it a scientist and an idiot. But Nadia didn't like being called an idiot, so we took that off. Stop stealing my jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I got in there first. Stop Maddie's jokes. I got in there first. <laughs> oh yeah, we uh, were. I was doing a role playing game a couple weeks ago, and our other one of our other producers, Hertzy, <laughs> she's like, "I'm going to be Ginger," and then she gets to a certain point, and she's like, "And of course, Ginger snaps." <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god!" The first thing I thought of was Amy and Nadia, and and we do I mean, we we do get you know we do snap every once in a while. The world we live in. Um, I think our name came from, I mean, we had a long pre-production type of thing where we uh, we did a lot of Skyping and Amy did a lot of recording our conversation just for, like, I don't know exactly why, but maybe just for filler, maybe to blackmail me later, I don't know, but, like, um, she... Uh, after a while, we came up with, a, we're trying to come up with those ginger-related puns, and uh, I think she came up with the ginger snap cookie, and that's where the our logo came from, where it's a ginger snap on a broken plate. So it's kind of a cool. I thought it was really clever, so I was like, A.B., you're, you're brilliant. Sometimes. Once, in, once a year. That once. was my once that year. The first year. <laughs> oh, that's a crummy self-deprecating joke. Yeah, well, I got to be good at something. Oh, crummy. Oh, crummy. I get it. Ah, oh, it's a pun. <laughs> well, it took me a second. Do you have a oh. recipe for ginger snaps anywhere on your webpage? Uh, no. I actually don't like oh, the cookie. Really? I no, I don't oh like ginger snaps cookies. How about you, Nadia? Um, now, now I need to uh, figure out a, 
good recipe. I mean, that we can. Yeah, I might make one up now. I might do a twist yeah. on it. You could Should do like a video, <laughs> yeah, like make a video of you two making, I, both of you making ginger snaps, and make it for Patreon only content. Well, you know, I that's a good idea. I have Would a it be f- part of our dev team. <laughs> <laughs> I have a face for radio, so I'm not going to do that. Oh, oh and I have a voice for closed captioning. <laughs> says, says the radio host. Oh, good job. Good job. I wish I could take credit for that joke, but one of our previous guests, David Gamut, <laughs> told me that one. Uh, I'm going to steal it as well. <laughs> so what's your show about? Like, Other than just sitting around and discussing how awesome it is to have red hair and not baking cookies. Um, well, we our tagline is like the secular science and queer stuff because um, <laughs> we Nadia is a scientist, an honest scientist who does experiments, and I simplify it often to her dismay. We are both secular scientist and atheist, and, and scientists in training. You're you're close enough to a scientist. You're a lot closer than me when you're your own. Well, I. I... I have a master's degree, and I am working on my PhD, which is coming to a close soon. Do you get to wear a white coat? I do, but it's okay, only then. for <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're a scientist. You wear the white coat. You're a scientist. You do experiments wearing a white coat. So, I, uh, sure. <laughs> we 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 love the secular. We love. We're both secular atheists. We're both skeptics. We're both science loving, and we also both happen to be trans and um queer people so we try to talk about those three issues mostly and try to yeah go ahead nadia i'm sorry i was gonna say i think um just as to to tell our listeners uh i mean we both identify as trans i also identify as a lesbian and i go by she her pronouns i feel like that's good to normalize in everyday conversation how about you, Amy? Uh, I, of course, identify as trans and use she, her, hers as my pronouns. And my sexuality, I think, more pansexual nowadays, although I, I lean towards the femme, but definitely demisexual as well. So demi-pansexual. It's that cool. kind of stuff. Educating about issues that we, issues in the, in the queer world that we don't know about. We just talk to um, an asexual individual because... We wanted to learn about it. We also talk about science stuff because we want to learn about it or teach it. Um, and, of course, we do the news and secular stuff a lot because it matters more, I think, this this day and age than a, than it did a previous um, president's. Like a like year and a half ago? Maybe. Maybe a year and a half <laughs> ago. Something happened? Yeah, something happened. I think, uh, actually, the election might have been the impetus for our... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, starting the podcast so. in the first place. I think that you two brought that. I think you two mentioned that on our, on one of your early shows. Yeah, I mm-hmm. mean, we, we actually that's how we we got started because um, Amy and I met through a mutual friend, and we just were say playing. D- just say D and D. Yeah, there we go. We were playing Pathfinder. If <laughs> anyone is that specific, but um, oh, we have a lot of listeners that are that specific, and that is that, okay. that is freaking awesome. And so we were, um, we met through there and I think, what was it, Amy, you were feeling, or you just had put out a status on Facebook asking to, or thinking of starting a podcast. And I was one of the people that bid on it because I was looking to get into that kind of thing too. 
Yeah, um, I had a couple people bite, and I chose Nadia because she's um, smarter than me and prettier than me. So, what a, what a better, what a better girl, uh, what a better co-host to have. More educated. Uh, educated, not smarter. Smarter. Yeah. smarter. This is also not- a good time to remind everybody listening that the opinions uh, and views are <laughs> are of the guests and the hosts only, and do not re- re- reflect or represent Minnesota atheists. Um, <laughs> nice disclaimer there. Well, you know, it's necessary because, like, I feel uh-huh. that way. But Minnesota atheist is welcoming to like people. Like, if you voted for Trump, Minnesota, you're welcome to be in Minnesota atheist. Like, we're not like anti, like people of different political ideologies. We just, of course, not. Some of the are some of the hosts, like myself, might have some issues with that. Mm. Um, <laughs> well, we don't we don't talk about politics. Um, we talk about uh, the the kind of rise um, and the consequence of, um, especially uh, evangelical evangelical beliefs against queer people and uh, the secular uh, secular, as in people who don't believe or nuns, not specifically uh, people who identify as atheists. Even though that's how I identify, but politics is not something I don't think we focus on well like on this show we tend to uh, talk about policy because we recognize no matter which person is in office some are going to be obviously better than others but in the end it's the policies that they make that affect us then that's what we what's that's what we focus on here so the tab on your facebook page says quote commentary on life from two women who happen to be trans skeptical atheists and redheads do you spend time like purposefully focusing on any of those topics and like, or do you let like let current events dictate? Like how do you decide between yourselves? Like of all the stuff you could talk about what you're going to put on the show? Well, we spend the first, you know, 10 or 15 minutes of the show talking about ourselves, especially our journeys through um, treatment of mental illness um, mm-hmm. with depression and PTSD. Um, I have PTSD, depression, anxiety, and um, eating disorder, Nadia. And so we talk about that. So we talk about our life, our commentary, and how we deal with those things from a, uh, a patient's perspective. And, you know, the, the long process. I think I've been in treatment for trauma for almost a year now, and it's still a long process. But how we decide what's on the show... Um, we try to pick stories or things to talk about that we haven't heard somebody else talk about lately or at all. Like uh, when we talk about polyamory, that's not necessarily um, a main, you know, in our tagline of subjects, but it's something that we didn't know about. So we decided to talk about it because it's good to know more about the world. That's the, the curious person in me and getting to know all those things. Yeah, I think that the... Um, just kind of, you know, learning more about different communities is a great way to uh, to really kind of, you know, bring people together rather than, you know, having all these separate small groups. And I think that's what's in, most important about what we do. All right. Please stay with us for this short break while Amy and Nadia apply for membership in the Redheaded League. You're listening to Atheist Talk on AM 950 KTNF, the progressive voice of Minnesota. (laughs) 
Welcome back to AM 950, KTNF, the progressive voice of Minnesota. You're tuned into Atheist Talk. I'm your host, Maddie Love, and this morning I'm chatting with the hosts of the Ginger Snaps podcast. Amy is here with us in studio, and Nadia is joining us via Skype. Before we get back to the show, I want to remind everyone listening live that immediately following this program, you can listen to American Atheist Viewpoint, an official production from American Atheists. If you miss an episode live, you can always catch American Atheist Viewpoint by subscribing to the podcast version at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or your favorite podcatcher. And for regular listeners, I have it on good authority that today's episode of American Atheist Viewpoint is by your very own August Berkshire. If you're listening live and have a question or comment for Amy or Nadia, you can reach us in studio at 952-946-6205. You can also email us at radio at mnatheist.org, tweet us at Atheist Talk, or leave a message on the Facebook post for this episode over at facebook.com slash Atheist Talk. All right, Amy, Nadia, thanks thanks for sticking around through the break, both. Yeah, you, you could have, Amy, you could have bolted. Well, you, you... I opened the door. Oh, you did open the door. I was really paying attention. <laughs> I felt trapped. <laughs> Thanks for coming back. Thanks for coming back, Nadia. It's great to be here. <laughs> okay, I was like, oh, wait a minute. Did, did I kind of, I kind of did that on purpose. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, it's so, great to be here. Thank you so much. So I kind of cut you off. I'm sorry, going to that commercial break. Um, did you have anything you wanted to add before I so rudely interrupted you? No, I. <laughs> That's quite all right. I think I finished my point. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Am I being played off the uh, yes. the stage here?" Yes, you are. We were the, there was a big. We had a. We had this big hook cane thing that we were going to use, but it didn't reach. Oh, Utah. vaudeville is yeah. dead. Play me it off. Dead. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you two don't do a lot of guests on your show, um, but you mentioned you you do do guests. Um, mm-hmm. You do do guests. That is a terrible that's like. A, that's horrible great phrasing. Sentence. Great yeah. sentence. Yeah. Um, speaking of do, <laughs> do you ever try and balance like the news segments and your personal stories with the guests that you're bringing on? I think that depends on the subject and the length of the interview. Cause we've had some interviews that f- the, the amount of information fits 20 to 30 minutes and it's an hour long show. So we can, we can balance that, um, with either the news or with our personal stories to fill out the rest of the show, but some of them take an hour or more. Um, we've had to split up um, shows into two before on an interview, but um, whenever we do an interview, we're doing an interview because I think it's best that when we talk about a subject, that it's best to have a person from that community to be speaking on, on, on that subject um, when it comes to, you know, the the queer stuff, it's so we don't speak over them, but we're lifting their voices up, giving them a forum to educate. Absolutely. So, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Amy. I mean, go ahead, Nadia. <laughs> look, at it, look at it, What's Amy. What's my name? <laughs> oh, Have my name? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think a lot of the uh, subjects that we talk about are, I think, passions of both of us. Uh, we, like, uh, we like making... Sex, not a taboo type of subject. We like to to talk about scientific stuff to kind of help demystify the process. And, you know, I mean, there are plenty of cis people that listen to our podcast, and it's kind of an educational thing for cis people that don't quite understand trans community as well as other communities that we, uh, we try to 
uh, give a forum for. Yeah, I like the fact like when you talk to when you did your Ace Arrow show, you talk to Chase mm-hmm. and like, hey, let's talk to somebody who's actually Ace He's, instead yeah. of just like trying to assume that you know, like, well, I read about this on Wikipedia. <laughs> well, you know, I did, and of course, I did have to read a lot on um, the interwebs uh, before I could even come up with questions because. Um, you know, sometimes these things are mysteries to me, too. I get to learn. As a queer trans person, you don't just know everything and every everything in the LGBTQIA acronym? Well, I do. I just don't want to show off. <laughs> I, on the other hand, learn quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had, on, on my own personal show, I had um, uh, Michaela from the Web of Queer on to talk about Ace Arrow stuff about a year ago. And, yeah, I was like, wow, I did not realize how ignorant I was. Um and I still don't feel like I'm an expert or anything, but I feel like it's like one of the best things about doing a show is to have people on that are going to talk about things you aren't super familiar with that can, so you can educate yourself and then educate the, any, any audience members that are interested as well. Yeah, we get, to, we get to go through that process as well as the audience. And that's what makes it fun. That's the best part about being a skeptic or a scientist or um, that new information is welcomed, mm-hmm. even if it goes against... Um, you know, the, the, the ideas I already had about a thing, anything, it's, right. it's, it's good to know new things. I love it. So, yeah. so I'm just thinking, as you mentioned that, um, like I chat, you know, I used to be a fundy, fundy Christian, new information came in, changed my mind. Yep. So you're both atheists. Were you born and raised atheists or is it something that came later in life? I, well, I was, mm, I was kind of raised as like a, a holiday Christian, kind of. My mother's family was Episcopalian. My mother was Episcopalian. My dad's family was Mormon. My dad was Mormon, but they didn't make me kind of choose to go to church, and I didn't. I went once or twice in my life. I actually, when I decided, air quotes on a religion, um, I decided on um, kind of neo-paganism and the really wooey stuff, and that's what I did for years. And I got to my atheism through skepticism. I became a skeptic first when I went to college, and I learned finally about critical thinking and, and those thought processes. Um, I started listening to podcasts like the Geologic Podcast and Skeptic's Guide to the Universe, and I became a skeptic, which led to the atheism. So I was a skeptic first, then an atheist, and I was one of those out-there religions before and i'm assuming nadia since you're in utah that you're a mormon <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> it's um it's an experience living in utah as a non-mormon uh i was raised uh catholic and um i probably spent uh, a few years in ccd which is essentially catholic sunday school uh, not on Sunday, <laughs> and essentially, um, after probably in my tweens, I think I started to rebel, and um, I kind of just like I don't want anything to do with this. I hate it, and um, my parents were kind enough to not force me to do it after an, enough protests. So I, I give my parents a cre- uh, credit just for letting me choose my own path. So they've been really in- helpful in that sense. But as as a person in uh, Utah, as you <laughs> alluded to, 
Um, I've actually had some weird conversations about uh, religion. I was thinking about this the other day. I was taking a statistics course and with a person that was Mormon, <laughs> and uh, I got a lot of interesting uh, conversations about that, and uh, I think it was it was eye opening for him. Do I have to deal with another somebody who isn't Mormon? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll catch that up right after the break. Please stick with us. We need to take this short commercial break. You are listening to Atheist Talk on KTNF AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Thank you for tuning in to Atheist Talk on AM 950 KTNF. I'm your host, Maddie Love, and this week I'm chatting with the Ginger Snaps. Amy is one half, and she is joining me in studio. And joining us via Skype all the way from Utah is the other Ginger Snap, Nadia. Before we continue with our conversation, I have just a few messages. I said each and every week, but it is truly important to me that we keep secular voices on the public airwaves and in podcast form. Atheist Talk is produced with funding from the Minnesota Atheists, Cucumbers Restaurant and Dinah, please consider visiting our sponsors, and if you do, let them know that you appreciate their support of Atheist Talk. If you would like to advertise in this program and help keep us on the air, please contact us at radio at mnatheists.org. This program is put together by dedicated volunteers and the generous donations of our listeners. Listeners like you keep Atheist Talk on the radio and in podcast form. If you're able to continue... I'm sorry if you're able to help with a donation. Please consider doing so at our radio fund page or consider becoming a patron of the show by heading over to patreon.com slash atheist talk, where this week, Amy and Nadia have told me patrons will get another extended version of the show. Minnesota Atheist is a 501c3 tax deductible organization. Music for Atheist Talk is by composer and member Brent Michael David. All right, mischief managed. We now return to Amy and Nadia of the Ginger Snaps, a podcast that is inexplicably not about baking. Which is really sad because I really like baking shows. I like to bake too. I actually I bake at home. I make my cakes and everything from scratch, from like flour and chocolate powder. I was really hoping that wasn't going to turn into a pot joke. No, it wasn't. I don't never never. I don't even like, when it was legal. Yeah, I lived in Washington State. I, I didn't even imbibe then. Well, I'm impressed. How about you? Not never mind, Nadia. Do not <laughs> answer that question. Yep. Uh, don't not in Utah. Yeah, especially no not as comment. a grad student. <laughs> Um, so before we left, you were talking about taking a statistics class with a bunch of Mormons, which is shocking to hear that you were taking a class with a bunch of Mormons in Utah. (laughs) That's true. And, uh, I, I had, I was working with a student, um, uh, uh, throughout the course and we got into a conversation about religion and I had expressed that I was an atheist and he was taken aback by this information, and he had this preconceived notion about atheists. It's like, you know, I, <laughs> I hear a lot of um, people say that they don't trust atheists because they don't have any kind of uh, moral obligation to be who they are, but you seem like a really kind person, and I mean, it, they were just surprised that I was who I was, and still didn't believe in any kind of uh, authority figure. And so um, it, it was just one of those instances like, really? 
I'm sorry that you think of atheists this way, but I don't think all Mormons are bad people. They just have different viewpoints than I do. It sounds interesting that the surprise on their face when we're not actively eating a baby. <laughs> right. California cheeseburger. Also, <laughs> <laughs> well, that old line about like, you know, if I can't be an atheist because then, you know, I'd be out raping and murdering people. And it's like, I rape and murder as many people as I want to as an atheist, which is none. none yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't quite understand the, the disconnect. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's the credulity that the, 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 the theism sometimes creates to keep the numbers and keep the seats in the, the pews and i think that's part of it because we're you know the enemy we're the non-believer we're the ones who uh question everything and you if you question everything you're not gonna you can't question god he's all around us in the trees and the i've been arguing a lot on twitter lately um (laughs) i you know i talk to trees but that's just a hobby (laughs) And I, 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 I don't. I, I don't think that they're God. I think they're very nice, very nice, you know, people, but uh, not not God. <laughs> so, on one of your most recent episodes, you two talked to flat earthers, and I'm just wondering, how'd that go? We talked about. Oh, I'm sorry, about flat earthers. <laughs> oh, we yes. didn't talk to flat earth. That oh, would have been a different, <laughs> much different. <laughs> Would it have been different, better, or different, worse? I don't don't know. know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think a few things get me on a rant more than complete science denial. And what really bothers me about people that just kind of disregard uh, scientific theories, because there is a big difference between the way that scientists use theory and the way that... Hollywood uses theories, and it drives me absolutely bonkers. And when someone says they have a theory, they really mean an idea or hypothesis. What uh, scientists mean when they say a theory is something that has been experimentally uh, corroborated, and lots of evidence backs up this, this idea that they have. And when people say things, like I've run into this too, where uh, say people say that you know evolution is just a theory. Well, evolution's a theory because there's a lot and lot of evidence that supports it as a theory. And if we get more and more evidence, we can say greater things about how this interaction works. And uh, when people who don't really have a good concept of what the process of science is, uh, discount or, or disregard the fact that there is so much information backing this up. It's they're, they're claiming some sort of ignorance is better than actual scientific fact. And I think that's what's frustrating sometimes as an educator. And, um, I chose Flat Earth as a C segment because I knew Nadia didn't know much about it. And I know that she hates <laughs> science denial. And it's, it's fun to rile her up sometimes when just giving her some of the beliefs the Flat Earthers have, which are fun. <laughs> fun in, in quotation marks? Yeah, fun in quotation marks. It's the same thing with like anti-vax 
uh, ideology and GMO stuff. It's like you're not actually looking into the facts and what actually is going on. And you're completely ignoring the, the experts of those fields because you think they're somehow corrupt. Well, somebody <sighs> has to stand up to the experts. Someone has to stick up or stand up to Big Pharma, right? Yeah. yeah. I think my favorite difference between little theory, little T theory and big T theory is that a big T theory can actually be falsifiable. Like you can, you can disprove, if you had enough evidence, you could prove the earth was flat and disprove that the earth is round. I mean, obviously that would be impossible or near impossible, <laughs> but like, you know, things like evolution, you could overturn evolution. Fine. That's the beautiful thing about science, is that it's we're always finding things that we first thought we understood as one way, and we learn with more and better tools that it's actually much more complicated than that. And that's the beautiful thing about science in general, is that it is malleable within the uh, realm of... Uh, experimentation and we are or scientists are capable of changing their perspectives in light of evidence not to say that there isn't bias in science but it is something that is favorable and something that is encouraged well i mean that's the difference um when you have a dogmatic belief no matter what the evidence says you're still going to have a dogmatic belief and you know, scientists are criticized for changing their mind, but that's the beautiful thing about science is when we get new evidence, we change our minds with the, with the new evidence, as long as it's good evidence. I was just listening to Astronomy Cast, and it's, it's got Dr. Pamela Gay, who's a, you know, astrophysicist or, or whatever, like super smart. And that show's been on the air for like 10 years. And when they first started doing the show, they were talking about dark matter and dwarf galaxies and whatever. And in the sense then... All that's been overturned and thrown away. And she was so giddy about it. She's like, I'm so happy we were wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's also the difference. We're happy when we're wrong because it's an opportunity to yeah. learn. I mean, it still kind of sucks when you're wrong. But it, it, at the same time, you get to know that, all right, well, this is new information. And new information is good. Well, and I think she did her PhD just dissertation on dwarf galaxies. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah she was like you know yeah this is this is my wheelhouse this is what i'm an expert in and guess what turns out we think we were wrong and like you grow Beautiful. and you learn Beautiful. and you can throw that you don't have that dogma to hold you back yeah um so actually going back to atheism amy i was actually specifically for you because i'm assuming it, that it's difficult sometimes to be an atheist in utah but being an atheist in washington state is it Easy. Did you find it easier or harder now when you came to Minnesota? Easy. Um, you know, I, I, I laugh because I haven't seen so many churches. Um, I mean, there's still religious people in, in um, Washington State, but it's a lot more secular and a lot more atheist. And it's just, it's just not a thing. You just tell somebody you're an atheist and they're just like, oh, okay. And they move on. It's just like... The tell somebody that you're trans, they just, okay, you move on. You tell somebody you're gay, and they just say, okay, move on. It's like so blue, it's blue. <laughs> and I'm not going to be down on Minnesota, because I actually, I love living in Minnesota, but it's very different, because I, I'm very not used to seeing these things, that we see these billboards and, you know, this kind of Catholic, church, Catholic uh, hospitals and stuff like that. I'm not used to that. I'm used to almost everything being secular so it's 
it's kind of nice in that there's finally something to argue against. Because <laughs> you kind of get lulled into, um, you kind of get bored because there's nothing to, you know, it, it's no matter what you do in, when you're living in a place like Washington State or other really, really blue secular places, there's other places in the country that aren't and there's atheists and secular people living there or not coming out of the atheist closet because it's just scary or they're going to lose family or they're going to lose their entire social group. But to keep it interesting for those people on a podcast or on the radio, you can't really be in your own uh, bubble, your own social bubble entirely the entire time because you, you just lose stuff to talk about. And, and Nadia, I'm assuming that after, how many more years do you have before you become a Mormon by common law marriage? <sighs> um, I don't know what the law is out here. I didn't know that I was signed up for that. Um, that makes me more motivated to finish my dissertation. Is <laughs> so like, you know, our, our, my stereotype of Utah is that, you know, it, everybody's Mormon. But I, I rationally know that's not true. But like, how is it? When I, and to be honest, I don't remember what part of Utah you're in anyway. I'm in the northern part of Utah, the upper half of it. And um, the, I mean, the state as a whole, I believe, is around 50% Mormon to everything else. <laughs> um, so there is a vast majority of people here that are Mormon. And it's... The presence of the church is subtly felt pretty much everywhere. Um, you see that in politics, you see that in city um, um, city planning and stuff like that. So I think it's just something you see a lot of. All right, we'll stick around through one more commercial break. You are listening to Atheist Talk on AM 950 KTNF. The progressive voice of Minnesota. <laughs> Welcome back to this short and final segment of Atheist of Atheist Talk. I'm your host, Maddie Love, and I'm talking with Amy and Nadia of the Ginger Snaps podcast. We have just a couple minutes left before American Atheist Viewpoint. This week our very own August Berkshire is filling in to provide a brand new episode. Alright, so Amy, Nadia, thank you for coming back for this short but fun-filled segment. We only have about three three minutes. Um, and so I'm going to ask you a really huge question awesome. um, for you to fill in that three minutes. How do you feel about puns? Um, I feel people that overuse them should be punished. Punished? Punished. Oh, good, good. I, I actually don't care for them. Are you serious? <laughs> And that, that concludes that makes, this. Yeah, that makes you horrible, horrible. Oh. Oh. Uh, I My soul that hurts. The only, the only thing that I could bring to it. Oh. Now, to be uh, fair, I, I gave you both this question like 24 hours ago. At least. Mm. I was hoping that you would both have it. Well, see, Amy delivered with a pun. I was really hoping Nadia was would deliver the pun. But instead, she fell flat earth. Oh, she fell flat. Oh, I love it. Uh. Uh, I don't have any good puns on the top of my uh, uh, in I, my I head. I don't. Under pressure. I am too. <laughs> mm -hmm. if, if my um, eyes were closed and I was in my bedroom, I could just pun it up. 
I've done it before on the internet. Um, oh yeah, it's easy when you're online. Well, easy, easy, strong. It's easier when you're online. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the crushing social anxiety that gets me. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking of your flat earther, was it harder? Do you think, Amy, as as the skeptic? To, to, I mean, you're both skeptics, but like I'm thinking, like Amy's a like science firebrand, or Nadia's a science firebrand here, and and you're coming at this more from the let me put this in lay people perspective. Yeah, I'm I'm an enthusiast rather than an actual scientist, and I I don't know because I mean I can't I can't imagine what Nadia's going through when she hears that stuff because um, it's just absolute denial of of reality. But I I think it was harder on her because I often find it just completely entertaining. I mean, it's it's not... It's hard to argue against because somebody takes such a uh, almost dogmatic um, place when they're, when they're believing in something like that. But, I mean, it's just... To me, it's just kind of funny and fun. And I... I, I judging by Nadia's response <laughs> during that episode, I think it was a lot harder on her than it was on me. But I'm also more familiar with the subject. I've been listening and hearing about flat earthers for quite a while all right so i only have about 30 seconds left before we jump to our patreon only stuff but where can people find you guys you can find us on any podcatcher of your choice um or iHeartRadio. Uh, you can find us on facebook.com forward slash the ginger snaps you can email the show at the ginger snaps podcast at gmail.com you can find us on twitter at at gingers pod and um yeah all right. Well, thank you for thank you both of you and and listeners. If you have Patreon, you can get a, a few more like half an hour more content because we're just awesome like that. But thank you for tuning in to Atheist Talk. I'm proud to be on the air with Minnesota Atheists, and I hope that you've enjoyed the show. All opinions and ideas expressed on today's show were the opinions of the guest and host, and do not necessarily represent the opinions and ideas of Minnesota Atheists. This show depends on the generous support of our members, our sponsors, and donors. Please consider supporting the show through the, do- through the donation link at mnatheist.org or our Patreon page. This has been Atheist Talk on AM 950 KTNF, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Have a fantastic Sunday. Remember to tip your bartender and milk your cow. No, I got that backwards. Bye-bye.